Hi, and welcome back. It's been a while since we've been on, but we're back. To make a long story short, is back for another podcast. 2018 version. It's been a few months. We've been out doing our things that we do. I want to welcome the listening public back. Today we have Dr. Anthony Smothers from Academic Advising here. We're going to chat about our best spring break trips that we've ever been on since we are currently in spring break mode here at the University of Northern Iowa. Our, uh, to make a long story short, is sponsored by Single Speed Brewery, uh, 325 Commercial Street in Waterloo or 128 Main Street in Cedar Falls. Dr. Smothers' favorite beer is Tip the Cow. Mine is Victory Dance. Both are good, and they have a ton of other options there. The Commercial Street and the Cedar, uh, in Waterloo and the Cedar Falls location both have excellent food, great place to sit, chat, uh, watch sports, do whatever it is that people do when they drink beer, which could be a number of different things. Dr. Smothers, how are you doing? I'm great this afternoon. Thanks. It's good to see you again, man. It's good been a while. You, Dr. Kowalski. We went to lunch, and then we worked out prior. So in the one was fi- better than the other. One was better. In the five minutes that I didn't see, I was I was bummed, but now everything's back on the oh, level. Good. We're good. <laughs> so as always, I have my questions to start us off. In 2018, uh, there's a new list of questions to see if our guests have a, a some insight into the world, current events, politics, other things of that nature. So we'll get rolling here. Okay. So can you tell me the movie? that this famous movie line comes from. I'll read the line to you, and you then get, well, we'll give you a couple guesses, because I know this is your forte. All right, so this so is he, right up my alley. I know, I know, especially if it's a dark alley with no lights. All right, so, famous movie line, here we go. We have a pool and a pond in the back. Pond would be good for you, it has a natural spring. Movie? Uh, Caddyshack. Very nicely done, well done. Bill Fa- Murray. Bill Murray, and? Uh, Chevy Chase said that line. Yes, yeah. Gosh, you are. That's why you have your doctorate. Famous movie characters. I'm going to give you the characters. You tell me the movie. Okay. Goose, Maverick, Iceman, and Viper. Top Gun. Ah, two for two. I love it. I love it. Favorite animated cartoon character. Mine? Yours. No, the other person in the, the other, room. Yes, yours. The, the crowd behind us? <laughs> yes. The tens of people that watch our show. Favorite cartoon... Probably, when I was a kid, Scooby-Doo was the bomb. Can you do the song? Scooby-Dooby-Doo, oh, where oh, are you? Oh, and a little you? bit of dancing while we're at it. <laughs> I don't know. You're the it... second person to dance on a radio show. Exactly. I love it. Nobody can see that. <laughs> Wasn't the guy from... Mason City or something. Brian Pauly, yes. Oh, yes. I what love a dancer! It. I could see, I could oh, see it. There was a lot of, lot of waving and a lot of graving yeah. going on there. Uh-oh. So can you, snacks. can you tell me the the mystery machine bunch? So you got Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo, uh, Velma, Velma, and uh, Sh- Shaggy. Don't curse, Shaggy. Um, the blonde guy. Um, Come on, the handsome dude that looked like me. I Come know. on. Wore the he wore the uh, ascot around his neck. Remember? I love the ascot. <laughs> um, Starts with an F. Fred. Yes, and then his girlfriend, or maybe they had an open relationship with Velma. I don't know, <laughs> but his girlfriend's name. Do you remember? Redheaded girl. Uh, yeah. Started I, with a D. Daphne. 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 Yes. yes, and you know they were always after Mister Old Man Withers. He was always screwing up. 
and he would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for those well, kids, meddling kids. kids. If it wasn't for you meddling kids. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, a uh, piece of Iowa history. You're an Iowan. You're native Iowan, right? Yes. What town? Iowa City. I was born and bred. Born and corn-fed and That's bred. Right. Uh, Iowa City Little Hawks. We've already talked about that a little bit. piece of Iowa history that you'd like to share with the folks that listen, all ten of them, that they may not know about that you think is important. Piece of Iowa history. Something good about Iowa, something unique about Iowa, something historically significant. For those who need has to, do to be little, factually accurate, well, by the way. For, no lying. For those who want to do a little fact checking. Fact checking. I yes. believe Iowa has had the most citizens participate in military service over the history of the military. Like all the branches? Just, yeah, military. Right. All the branches. Sure. Some of the branches didn't start until after, you know, during World War II. And things Some like of that. them didn't start till World War II? Like sure. the Coast Guard? Coast Guard, yeah. <laughs> okay, let I'm me... I'm not real familiar with all that. I think it was the Army before... <laughs> Okay, let me let me let me see if I can share. How, let, let's test your knowledge on Iowa history. Where is Iowa's largest frying pan? Do you know the town? Walcott, Iowa. Not even close. Brandon, Iowa. <laughs> oh yeah, Brandon. Brandon. Do you know where Iowa, the world's largest Cheeto, was housed until it was stolen? I do not. Algona. Algona. Oh, yes. Okay. Do you know where? Boy, you're a plethora of Iowa information. Do you know where the Music Man was written? You mentioned the town already. Once. Iowa City? Mason City. Mason City, okay. Oh, goodness. Do you know this where is... the Frank Lloyd Wright house is? Oh, no, I don't. Cedar Point. Um, I've been there. Oh, gosh. You call yourself an Iowan. Moving along. Hey, it's March Madness time. Who do you have picking? Who do you have picked to win March Madness? Well, interesting story. Long story short. Yeah, probably plug the podcast. That's right. Very nicely done. Is my bracket is destroyed already. Why? Because UCLA, UCLA was going to... Uh, got wiped. And then I was not aware that Virginia's sixth man is out for the tournament with a broken wrist. Hunter is done. I had Virginia win it all. Did you now have him beating? Not... Did you have him beating UCLA? No. Okay, good. If uh, if I looked at the bracket, mm. I think I had something like Virginia versus Cincinnati, mm. Purdue, mm-hmm. and Purdue and Michigan State. I think that's not a bad. Where did you have the Hawkeyes? They're not in the tournament. Oh, they they aren't. I appreciate you. I didn't mean to. Me. I didn't mean to bring up a sensitive subject, but they stunk this year. But yes. that's okay. Yes. Oh, Mister Emotional hey, Friend McCaffrey. But look who was lucky to get in the old Creighton. Well, barely it's not, slid in. It's not luck. It's uh, it's a combination of skill, determination, and just studliness is the word we look to use often. It's the that's the tweener word between skill. And determination is studliness. I can't remember if it was in bracket one, bracket two, or quadrant. bracket three. Quadrant. quadrant. What, what really put them over the edge? I'm thinking quadrant one because mm. of all the conference games. Yeah. We call it the SOS. The strength <laughs> of schedule. The strength of schedule. I, I'm not sure I would use that term. The SOS in Q1 <laughs> was what elevated them to the status of being an eight or a nine seed. Uh, it should be a good game against Kansas State. 
That's who they play in the first round. And then if they win, they get Virginia. Yeah. And that will be, uh, I believe, unfortunately, the end of the Blue Jay run in the tournament. I have a feeling that's true. I, uh, I'm, I'm a little bummed. Okay, so moving well, along. Do you have a winning at all? Well, that's a that's a very fine question. I appreciate your care. I think you're the first person to ever ask me my opinion on anything on the show. But anyway, um, I actually have Virginia playing Villanova. Uh, one of my good friends created an algorithm that uh, he has trained using historical data to statistically determine who is going to win the tournament this year. And he sent this on an email, electronic mail. Sent me an email yesterday, and he said, UNLV will beat UCLA 61-57. to 57. So I don't quite know if he's aware that the running gun and running rebels aren't in the tournament, but apparently the algorithm works. I'm going to take, he's not Polish, I'm going to take his word for it. Uh, he didn't put any money on this in Vegas. He you? did, he did. <laughs> he's not a smart guy. He, he, uh... He still has a VCR. No, I'm just kidding. That's terrible. And his investments in pumpkins. Anyway, okay, so last question. This is a new thing we're doing on the show. Okay. I hope you're ready. I'm ready. We're calling it the Kowalski Rorschach Inkblot Test. Do you remember Rorschach Inkblot where you yes. see the inkblot and you yes. have to, first thing that comes to mind when you see the inkblot, the paper's folded out. Yes. You know, you got butterfly. the picture there. Butterfly, whatever Hannibal Lecter would see right. and all of that. I'm going to give you a word. And I want you to say the first thing that comes to mind when you hear the word. Cannot be blasphemous, cannot be cursing, cannot be too should overtly I, sexual in nature. Shall I say it like Hannibal Lecter? <laughs> With <laughs> fava why beans did, and candy. Why did you leave the ranch in Montana? Why, why, why? <laughs> well, Tony, you gotta be careful. Oh my God, Bill Clinton's here. Um, okay, so here we go. When I say the following word, say the first thing that comes to mind. Are you ready? I, yes. Okay. Cheeseburger. Pounds. Nice. Rhododendron. Beautiful. Oh, good gravy. Tyrannosaurus Rex. A pet. Oh, <laughs> a pet a T-Rex, huh? Corn. Iowa. Ryan Gosling. Overrated. I would have gone with abs. Oh. He's got some good-looking abs. Oh, have you seen Crazy shape. Stupid Love? No. Oh, there's a great line in it where she says... Emma Stone or whatever her name is says that his abs look like they're photoshopped. The outtake of the movie is that she says Do your abs look like Kowalski's, but that's a totally different story. I mean, it was an inside joke apparently. Yes. Moving along, glacier. Melting. Oh. The weirding of the weather. Not true though. It's all a ruse. It's, yeah. It's, there is no global warming. None. There's no environmental... We are not doing anything to the environment. Speaking of interpretations of what's going on in the world, I appreciate that uh, the current administration, they must have a, a, a connection with the National Basketball Association. Because, let's just hear me out. Because you know how the NBA and the G League have 10-day contracts? Yes. It appears that the current administration is hiring people on 10-day contracts with how fast the turnover rate's going. And it's all based on an algorithm. It's all based on an algorithm that has been historically trained, or that has been trained using historical data. Anyway. And a new method of communication between you and your boss is Twitter. Oh. That's when you know you're doing well or you're uh -huh. not doing so well. Tweeting in the Twitter sphere. Yeah. Very nice. 
Okay, motor oil. Car. Very nice. Pabst. Delicious. Sam Langford. <laughs> Charlie Brown. Schultz. Oh, the artist. Very nice. Well done. I think you passed. I'd say just from looking at my list, you got one, two, three, four, five, six. I'll give you all nine. So I'll give you an A. Thank you. An A for awesome. Okay, so today, since we're on spring break, we're going to talk about the best spring break trips that we have ever been on. Now, keep in mind that the listening audience can vary in age as well as developmental maturity level, yes. as well as citizenship, which really has nothing to do with the stories, but I just thought I'd throw that out there. Yes. So, Dr. Smothers. I have a clarification. Clarification. A clarification. <laughs> yeah, we are drinking. We're yes. actually, this is our best spring break trip, drinking on a podcast. Sponsored by single speak. <laughs> uh, so, yes. Yes. as I... I wondered about this. Spring yes. break as a kid, a college student, oh. or working professional? That is a fine, fine question. Let's go with, well, as a kid, we really have to do what our parents tell us to do. Right. So, And as a working professional, we again have to do what our parents tell us. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. What we as parents dictate to our kids to do, which I think as you and I talked about earlier, maybe not today, but earlier in the week, all of our trips now revolve around our kids. And so. So let's go with the time period when we were in the college or the university, okay. and we had no inhibitions. We had nobody telling us what we could do. We were young men about town, more years in front of us than behind us. We thought we ruled the world. We had a sense of invincibility, okay. and what we often call in the, uh, in the leisure, youth, and human services field, an overinflated sense of self which is actually stolen from the psychology field. But anyway, so let's go for that. You're a traditional college student, as was I. Let's go for that time frame like when we were in an undergrad uh, collegiate situation. Does that sound good? Or do you have a different different idea in mind? Well, my stories might be disappointing. Well, Because I actually never went on a spring break trip. Okay. Why? Did your college not have them? We had them. But the first couple, you know, you go home. Or at least I did. Oh, hell no. I didn't go home. And I worked the others. Oh, wow. I You're didn't think this through. Kind of a dud. But yes. anyway, um, do you have a better spring break trip after you were in college? Just after when I was a master's student. I do we will one. count that as okay. a default since so, you were a loser in college. But go ahead. Great story. I hope she's not listening, but I'm going to explain my spouse. Okay. So. Your spouse's name? Joan. Joan. P. Smothers, Life for all those looking to steal our ID. Googling it on the um, internet. Yeah. We, we were just starting to date. We have a no tobacco products policy on the show. Single but speaks. You keep, Sponsored by Sing. Go ahead. Keep spitting. We were <clears throat> dating. Uh-huh. And it's one of those that, as you know, all males, we cannot take a hint. <laughs> and I had said, well, I've got this trip planned. I'm going to go out to Maine to see my older sister. What part of Maine? Portland, Maine. Oh, very nice. Home of the Trailblazers? No. Okay. Wrong my fault. Portland. Okay, go ahead. Opposite end. Oh, Portland, Oregon. Yeah. My bad. Rip City. Go ahead. So, she had mentioned several times she'd like to go on a trip. Mm -hmm. um, she didn't you know, want to stay in town. She didn't want to go home or anything like that. She was working. I was state. I was at 
Drake. And, uh, you know, it only took a few times for me to go, hey, I've got a great idea. Would you like to come on a trip to Maine? Hitting you over the head with the verbal hammer. Exactly. Right. Because I pick up the subtle hints very easily. I hear you. So... (laughs) We get in the Chrysler Fifth Avenue. Oh, 1985. Wood paneling. Uh, had wood accents. Oh, nice. It was it was uh, wood gold wood accents. Color Very nice. With uh, uh, dubs. The fancy rims were dubs. No, they were the individual spokes. Spoke. Oh, they look like big caps. fat bicycle tires. Yeah. Oh, nice. So power steering. We get in. Off we go. Power steering. Power steering. Cassette. No, no cassette. No Gordon Lightfoot on the road, huh? No. Darn it. They were kind of technology people. So. A-Track? No. Glenn Campbell? No. Go Okay, oh, go ahead. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn Campbell, when you mentioned Glenn, well. Oh, that's a so, story. And we made this plan that we're going to drive halfway, get a room, halfway, get to Amy's. Right. So, off we go. Oh. And we decide, little by little, stop here and there, kind of like... You know, oh, there's the biggest frying pan. Like National Lampoon's Vacation. Yeah. Okay. So, we have a good time getting to know each other, getting getting out there. Mm -hmm. However, if you've been in Portland, Maine in March, Mm -hmm. it's still winter there. Oh, yeah, it's freezing. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if my my older sister was married and she was pregnant. Mm -hmm. And not sure if they knew where the heat button was. Oh. Um, but my, we did a lot of fun activities, but one of the funniest things is my older sister loved to walk. Mm-hmm. So she asked if, you know, Hey, do you guys want to go walk around Peaks Island and things like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want to do that. Well, it's roughly about 10 miles. The island circumference. To get to it, the circumference is four or five. Okay. And then to get home. Okay. I have never been so exhausted in my life really? walking that... You look pretty exhausted about a half an hour ago when we yes, got done working out. Yeah, that's near walking. Okay. Um, <laughs> we we stopped at um, a, a place down there, Tavern, uh, Grumpy's, no. <laughs> Prospector Pete's? Yeah. In Maquoketa, yeah. Iowa? Because I said to John, like... Gary, her husband, I'm like, has to give us a ride home. There's no way I'm walking. Home. Sure. So you walked to the island. Yes. But you Around didn't want the to. island. I got you. And then you and were gun- you were going to be forced to walk back. Right. Okay. Right. And then the exciting part was they did mm. not have the heat on in the house. Mm-hmm. So Joan and I, I know our listeners out there for a G-rated movie, right. this is because... We had to sleep dressed mm. in sleeping bags. Oh, nice. With comforters over us. Oh, good. So you're saying you were a little chilly? A little bit chilly. Right. Um, we might as well have been camping out in Maine. That's how cold it was. Oh, my God. So why didn't they have the heat on? Did they not pay their bill? or? It was controlled by the upstairs, supposedly. Oh. And the rest of the house was hot. Sure. It was, it was warm. Right. It happened to just be this particular bedroom that was cut off from heat. Maybe they were dropping hints to you. Of get out. Yeah. Never come back. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But we had a good time. We, you know, Did you eat uh, uh, lobster? We had lobster. Did you go to Cannabunk Port? 
We did. Yeah, where did you see the Bush we family? Did. Uh, no. Did you ask them if they're going to screw up the elections? No. Okay. We had uh, lobster, but then they had this great roadside um, shrimp. Right. Sword, sword, sword swordfish. Fish. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you know that the W is silent. Oh, okay. Okay, sword, sword. 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 Yeah. <laughs> so it's the drinking again. It's, it's the tobacco products. But we had a great time on the way home. We had a great time, and it was probably one of the best vacations I've ever had because, a, mm -hmm. Joan was a lot. You know, she's one of the nicest people I've ever met, uh, and she is. One, one of the things I th she's so adventurous mm -hmm. she's what I call a gamer she's willing mm -hmm. to try anything and you know whether it was hiking or um, we would go to L.L. Bean we went oh up there. sure the, the the car dealer cars yeah clothing clothing which one okay and or if Amy said hey are you guys interested in kind of looking around the University of Southern Maine sure we went around there what's the mascot of the University of Southern Maine I'm not sure. Did you go the whale? The I don't know. The narwhals? <laughs> Who the knows? Narwhals. I don't know, Dr. Kowalski. That's, you know, you go to the university. So would you say that the trip helped solidify in your mind that she was the one? Yes. That is the best spring break trip ever. Yes. My God, man. Yes. High five right here. Thank you. Thank you. You, you tried it. to fist bump me when I it looked very strange. I'm not used to this. Not used to I, the high five and on a radio a show? It's, it's difficult. When you are a one-man wolf now, pack? I will share with you. Please the, do. It's a brief story. Long story short. Doubtful. Go ahead. The worst spring break I've Oh, had. let's hear it. My first spring break back from college, my father... Back, so so you're... Harry's this mother's. is after your freshman year at... Freshman what year. What school did you go to? Drake University. Did you play football there? Yes, I what did. What position? Defensive end. Quarterback. Wait, what? No. Okay. Can't throw Did ball. you have a football nickname? T-Smo. Oh, wow. Uh, things made up in my mind, yeah. You the hammer. Nickname. <laughs> the anvil. You know. The smanville. Purple people eater, oh. but a bulldog. Drake's purple. colors yeah. are not purple. Yeah. That's fine. Okay, so <laughs> I get home thinking I'm exhausted. I've been, right. it's been a rough spring. I'm just going to relax. I'm still growing. I want to sleep 12 hours a day. That right, kind of thing. right. And my father has put together what his spring break project. Oh. Which my mom and dad for 25 years renovated an Anne Elizabeth, uh, Queen Anne Elizabeth house. Mm. And just thought it would be really cool in the front entrance to put in a tin ceiling. A tin? T-I-N? A decorative antique oh, wow. tin ceiling. That sounds awful. Yes, because... It turns out tin can cut you. Right, right, right. It's metal. That's fine. Right, and <laughs> you have to pre-drill uh -huh. all the holes yes. to hold it up there. Right, right. Sounds like a horrific project. All week. Oh, really? All week. Good for us. you. Did it build character like my dad said all those projects would do? It builds character and puts hair on your it chest. It does, and then you start to think, "Oh my God, I do not want to go home for summer." Right, right. But I did because I was 
mowing lawns at the University of Iowa. Anyway, that is my two that's a, very that's boring a terrible. Spring. That's a terrible uh, spring break. Yes. I'd like to know what your best spring break was. Oh, my God. I've never actually been had the tables turned on me. Usually I'm more like St. Thomas Aquinas, Man Brothers, on the show, and I listen to other people. Tell hey. us your best Jesuit story. My best Jesuit story. <laughs> Any moment that I was on the Creighton University campus is my best Jesuit story. Um, my best spring break. Well... Um, this may surprise the listening public, but I am a social butterfly. Um, and so myself and a few of my friends piled in a van. And you know, when you're in college, you, you only live once. YOLO, I think is what the kids say nowadays. Um, so we ended up going down to uh, South Padre Island. Was it like the mystery machine? The, kind it kind of kinda was. What we did, actually, this is kind of funny. We drove straight through, and there was six of us in, in a van... Uh, kind of like a family van. And we had a TV that had a uh, cigarette lighter plug-in. And so we plugged it into the cigarette lighter and we watched TV and played video games the entire time we drove down to South Padre. So we drove from Omaha to South Padre Island, which was a horrific amount of time driving. And we just drove straight through, like through the day and into the night and then again into the day. And so when we got down there, we thought it'd be fun. You know, everybody goes and you, you party your face off and you lay around on the beach and you don't wear sunscreen and you look like an idiot because you turn red and you drink too much and you eat and you lay on the beach and look like an idiot again. And so we, we did that. It was pretty cool. And there were two things that stood out in my mind. One was how many people were down there. Like, it was insane. So this is back in the early 90s. I think this was like 95 it's the mid 90s but 95 when when I was down there and so everybody went to what it seemed like MTV was the big thing and so MTV Spring Break Polly Shore Polly Shore yeah the weasel and so yeah eh. and so so this is before he went on his movie making extravaganza where he basically made six or seven Academy Award noteworthy movies like Encino Man and all these other ones anyway uh so we get down there, and there's just tons of people from everywhere. And it was overwhelming. It wasn't anything that I thought it would be. Um, I actually, I, I don't really like people. And so it was very tough to be in an area that's just massive humanity with someone who has, like, a phobia for people. And so... Right, right. I'm a social butterfly with a phobia for people. Um, so That's why you took up teaching, so you could be around... Right. Nobody. I strictly want to teach online. Um, so we ended up going one time. One of the things we did was we went across the border into Mexico, and this was pre uh, when they would people would uh, have their kidneys sold or whatever. So this is where in Mexico that area was still safe. So we went across the border and we went to a bar called El Gato, which means in Spanish. I do not know. The cat. And the so cat, that's right. Well done, bilingual. And so. This guy was walking around with a battery that you would put in like a, a small horsepower engine, like a riding lawnmower or something. And he had these wires wrapped around the post terminals of the battery. And they had these metal uh, like tubes tied to the end of the wires. And he had a sign that when translated said, hold the, hold the tubes drink free all night and so there was five of us and so we said well we can do this and, and so 
you get there and so we lined up in a half moon and so one person held one of the tubes and then there's three people linked together and then the fifth person holds the other tube so we're standing there in a circle and the guy's got the thing and he turns it to one and you really can't feel anything and he turns it to two you start to feel it and he turns it to five and you're kind of getting a nice jolt and then one of our friends like yelled something at him and said i can't say what he said but dared him to uh turn it to 10 and so he cranked it to 10 and it's just electricity just flying through your body you can't let go because the current is connecting your hand still and you're trying to let so we're sitting there going let go let go you can't let go he's got to turn the electricity up the guy's just smiling at us laughing at us just making fun of us um we got done my arm was numb for like an hour i had peed my pants and uh but i drank free corona the rest of the night so that kind of story is is my spring break um but then of course going to the beach and, and doing all that fun stuff but i've never done anything that stupid since then and i think i like to say it was because i was on spring break that i did something that stupid because traditionally i'm a pretty level-headed guy i always make good decisions you could ask my wife or my friends they that's a load load of crap by the way i make really bad decisions all the time um but not so learn from i live and learn as my mom would say in the time you spent debating on making a bad decision, you could have not done it. By the way, this is why his mother, Lana, a shout out to Lana Kowalski, goes to church every day to pray for Chris. <laughs> and and our grand, her grandkids who have to listen to my decision making. So my worst spring break, I don't know if I've had a bad spring break. I mean, I Did get... you go out all four years? Oh, uh, yeah. I went, I went to Padre, South Padre that year. I don't recall what I did my senior year of spring break, which could be either good or bad. Um, I just maybe, I didn't do anything. I might have just stayed around Omaha. Um, as a freshman at the University of Wyoming, I don't recall doing anything either. I think I only had one spring break where I did something like that. Um, since then, whenever we've had spring break, uh, with some teaching here or doing whatever, most of it involves being horizontal on a couch and watching as many movies as I can. Mine is, and this might be why I didn't do any crazy activities, mm. is I'm addicted to the NCAA tournament. Well, that's right, and March Madness starts. Yes, and it almost, I think it's changed a little bit, or spring breaks did, mm -hmm. because... Mm -hmm. We would have exams right before spring break. Mm, yeah. And I remember trying to get them. I and One of the reasons I took early morning classes, the benefit was I could go and take my exams and by noon be watching basketball games. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My favorite was, you know, listening to uh, the Marquette coach, old... Uh, Tom Crean? No. Um, Buzz Buzz Peterson? Al McGuire. Oh. Call the games yes. with... Uh, Bill Raftery? Yes. Yes, who's crazy, by the way. Which were just great. So that's... I usually had a great spring break just because I would watch all the games. Sure. And uh, just have a good time doing that. Eat a lot of pizza and drink a lot of sodas. I remember reading a, fat, a, stat, a statistic that said the most vasectomies during a calendar year actually occur during the two-week time period that March Madness is going on. Because Why did you read such an article? That's a, that's a great segue, Dr. Smothers. Um, 
because I had one. And uh, was it right before the NCAA tournament? No, that was almost going to be my worst spring break. I decided to do it actually on my birthday, which was a, a great birthday gift to me. Happy birthday! Yes, yes. And I used peas, frozen peas, to recover. And then we actually gave the peas. You know, the peas don't come out of the bag; they stay in the bag. Right. But we then hope. we put the peas back in the freezer, and then for our son and daughter, when we needed vegetables, we made the peas. And so my wife and I referred to them as vasectomy peas. Who's having the vasectomy peas tonight? So the kids were excited. They loved the peas. They thought they were a special kind of pea that was grown somewhere. And I, I, I couldn't tell them. It's not a special pea. On an island. You know, I tried to use the correct lingo with them. I said, it's not a special pea. It's what was on Daddy's pee-pee. And so that didn't go over too well. Um, I was Chris! I know, I was chastised yeah. for that. So I'm sorry. That was a, a sense, censored moment on the show there. I probably should have used my bell that I don't have anymore. But I did it on my birthday, and I remember uh, my kids coming in, and they knee-dropped me. Uh and they wanted to give me a hug. It was quite an enlightening experience. But they the, didn't give, give you the cup on the way out. No, no protector. No, I actually wore boxers uh, to the thing, which was stupid. Um, and I drove myself, which was also stupid. Um, thankfully, I didn't have a stick shift car, or, or there would have been some pain going around. But I digress. Um, yeah, I heard that the the most vasectomies occurred during March Madness for what you explained, which was people can relax. Watch Gentlemen can relax, watch the games, eat the pizza, don't put the pizza on your on your waist, um, and just heal, basically, while their kids are doing whatever they're doing and they're not causing too much trouble, hopefully, where you have to chase them down. So, do you think the kids nowadays, they, uh, it seems like it's a lot easier to just go somewhere for spring break on a trip. Like, there's a number of students I know that went to central Mexico the Yucatan Peninsula, Puerto Vallarta, uh, Fort Myers, Florida, Hawaii, you know, is it, do you think it's easier to do now with all the digital pieces that are involved technologically? Well, I think to plan on it, it yeah, it's a little bit easier. The one interesting thing. I know kids that went on cruises. Yes, but I also think it's, it reminds me of a couple myths out there that everybody's on spring break. So sure. my daughter right now is upset because she will quote people she knows on trips. Right. Oh, my friend's in Alaska. This person's here. This person's sure. here. But percentage-wise, I think it's the same amount of percentage of actually people going on the trip. It's the 10, 20% that talk about their exciting trip. Right. But 80% of the people can't afford to go on a big spring trip or they maybe don't have the time or don't have, um, you know, because the students sometimes will keep working during that time. There's know? a lot of students I know that pick up shifts. They'll work 40 hours a day. I mean, it's it's kind of interesting, and it depends on where you are at school. Like, the undergrads go on the spring break, but I teach a doctoral-level class here at UNI, and I wished them all a happy spring break, and they're like, uh, Dr. Kowalski, you actually assigned uh work for us to do during spring break so i hope you're being sarcastic and i was like oh yeah i forgot about that i'm very sorry and they're like by the way we have three kids we're not going anywhere right Um, right it's just a week for us so it's not spring break it's just week nine in the calendar and i was like oh yeah i'm sorry to be the person who reminds you that everybody else is having fun (laughs) well instead of working 16 hours a day they can now scale it back to 10 hours a day right right and instead (laughs) of making a pittance they can make just above a pittance (laughs) Right, right. <laughs> so, well, 
I appreciate your insight, Dr. Smothers. I hope that your rest of your spring break goes well. What do you What do you got planned for the back end of your spring break? I know the front end has been a lot of work since you are at work. Yes. You're, you're on yes. a different schedule than us uh, faculty who work our fingers to the bone. You right. have a lighter schedule. Right. Well, it's a time to kind of, instead of meeting students all the time, this spring break I've been, you know, you get a project or we're working on devising syllabus and looking at peer institutions. And mm. A lot of... Earth-shaking material. Oh, and the excitement around the office is just a buzz. It's so <laughs> much that half the people are gone on vacation. Has anybody been moved down to storage unit B to take care of the roach problem? Uh, we've... We had somebody that we're not sure where they are now. Uh, did you ever find your swing line stapler? <laughs> the red one? I love it. Aren't you bringing guacamole to the office with a little bit of strychnine? <laughs> is that terrible? Oh, that's bad. It is so busy in our office, I hear the echo. Oof. We, thank you for asking, by the way, for the rest of our spring break, we, I know you subliminally asked, we are heading down to Des Moines, which is in Iowa, and uh, we are going to, like I said earlier, uh, we crafted the back end of our spring break around going to a hotel water park because, as you brought up, it's currently 35 degrees outside still. Right. So we're going to do that. Uh, we're going to have fun. You know, fun is with a capital F and an yeah, exclamation. you got to go to Jordan Creek in Des Moines. Gotta go, so basically the i got to go shopping. Right, right. But they've got a kid zone. Because I love people. No, they've got a neat kid zone mm. near the... Um, Fat people? No, that's the food court. <laughs> that's uh, terrible. I, I, by the way, Zombie Burger is now in Jordan Creek. Is that is Zombie Burger a good place oh, to go in Des Moines? Oh my goodness, yes. So if you had if you had five restaurants to choose in Des Moines and you had three days over spring break to to go at, eat go out to eat, Zombie Burgers on your list? Zombie Burger. Drake Diner. Drake Diner. Okay, good. Okay. Tasty Tacos. Sure, Tasty Tacos. Okay. Um. What's Waveland? Isn't there a Waveland? Uh, Waveland, there is a breakfast place. Uh -huh. What's it called? The Waveland. The Waveland Diner. There's a Waveland Diner uh -huh. for breakfast. Right. It's near the grocery store. Right. On your way to the golf course. That grocery store in Des Moines. Yes. Near the grocery well, store. Well, it used to be called Tate's. I don't think it's Tate's anymore. Is there more than one grocery store in Des Moines? A couple. Okay. A couple. Okay, gotcha. Uh, but, yeah, you go past the Waveland Golf Course, mm -hmm. and then... There's a little strip mall right right there. Um, Fifth restaurant. Hit me. Um, you know. So to recap, we got Zombie Burger, Drake Diner, Waveland. Di I mean, yeah, Drake Diner, Waveland Diner, Tasty Tacos, and. Okay, so if it was date night and I had a lot of money. Oh my gosh. The 801 Grand Club Ooh, in Des Moines. Nice. Is a great couples. What about Americana you know, down you, by the Papa John uh, place? Have you ever been to Americana? No. Okay. The 801. Mm. But it is one of those kind of once-in-a-lifetime restaurants. Oh. You have to save a little bit. I'll give you an example. 20 years ago, I took my lovely bride there when we got engaged. Right. And this is 20 years ago, and I think the bill was $135. Nice. But we had one of the best meals ever. But it was probably high because of inflation, though. Reaganomics. Reaganomics, yeah. Uh -huh. um, but it was a delicious steak place. I was gonna say Champs Americana out by out in Jordan Creek, but they closed. Mm. Uh, there's the Crab Shack. Crab Shack is good. That's out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been there, and then I can never remember. There is a nice restaurant with two huge 
metal horse statues in front of it. Mm. Uh, Applebee's? N- no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine dining here in Cedar Point. Oh, my bad. This is... Uh, no, it's a... Uh, Longhorn Steakhouse? Restaurant that serves a lot of rice. Maybe a, a lot Chinese... Of, a lot of what? Rice. 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 Okay, all right. Chinese. Oh. I don't, uh, I don't know. No. no, 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 no. I want to clarify. I didn't say I don't eat Chinese food. I right. said I don't Not know the, the restaurant you're referring to. Oh, no. That was I had it there. What? And it, and it left. P.F. Chang's. P.F. Chang's. They have horses in front of P.F. Chang's? Yes, they do. Oh, you know that's a chain restaurant. Sorry. Is it good? I think it is. All righty. There you go. Well, we will actually go to none of those places because taking a four-year-old and a two-year-old out is like letting two bulls loose in a china shop. So we will probably just order in and hope to God they don't destroy the place where we're at. Yes. Mm, Did I also tell you they have, besides the water park, there's a place in Des Moines that has a bouncy house facility. We know about that, and we've also looked into the Blank Park Zoo while we're down there. Yes. I mean, the camel is amazing they have there. Oh. Well, you know, my kids fed the camels. Did or no, uh, the ostriches. Did it? Did they spit at them? I was surprised to know it, but they had to use these long tongs, uh-huh. and it scared the bejesus out of me. The bejesus yeah. out. When we took uh, our daughter to the Omaha Zoo, she fed the giraffe, and she was standing five feet from the giraffe, and I think giraffe's tongue is four feet long, and it took the lettuce, the head of lettuce out of her hand, and it wrapped the rest of its tongue around her hand, and she started freaking out and crying. She thought a snake was crawling out of the giraffe's mouth. It was the it, the tongue is purple. Yeah. I was just like, oh my gosh! I, I our daughter is not scared of a lot of things, but she's scared of giraffe tongue. That's for sure. So the zoo would be great. Mm-hmm. The botanical center. Yep. Um, where the bouncy house is is near the Iowa Heritage Farms. Uh, Living History Farms. That's it. Yep. That's, yep. Yeah, that's what I was saying right yep. there. Yeah. My ideal spring break right at this point in time would be by, being by myself. But that's not going to happen. Could you take shifts at the water park hotel? Meaning she's there with them all the time and I'm not? Yeah. That shift probably won't work. But I have proposed that and I got the look. Aren't you meeting other people? No, I don't like people. I know you don't like people. I'm kidding. But... We are meeting other people and I'm trying to get those other people to take a shift with our kids. But for some reason they're not getting the hint. Which takes us back to you at the beginning of the podcast. So Dr. Kowalski, Are they related to, to you? You got to ask me some questions. Fire I've away, been, man. I've been, I do have some questions. Though. Hit me. Talk to me. Your favorite song of all time. Dude, favorite song of all time? Yeah. I'm a big fan of uh, American Pie by Don McLean. I'm, I'm also a fan of uh, Been Caught Stealing by Jane's Addiction. Okay, that's enough. Okay. Your favorite pizza? Oh, uh, that I make or that uh, another person? Favorite or- pizza. Favorite pizza would be probably my pizza. I make a great buffalo chicken pizza. Buffalo chicken pizza. Yep. Your favorite steakhouse? Oh, that's Rube's Steakhouse down in Montour, Iowa. Montour. How many people live in Montour there? 267. Very nice. If anybody goes to Rube's Steakhouse, tell them that uh, Dr. Smothers and Kowalski sent you. They don't know us, but it's worth a shot. And it's, what, roughly seven miles from a squawky the casino. casino that you wouldn't stop at for me to it's play one slot? My meet. fault. This is a clean show. We don't gamble or your, drink on the show. Your face was on the front door of the casino your and it said... favorite no, outdoor activity. My favorite outdoor activity, playing soccer. Playing soccer. But if I'm not playing soccer, I'm hiking. I love hiking. Love getting back to the West Coast. Miss my friends that live out there, you know, my friends in Astoria, Oregon, Bend, Oregon, uh, Seattle, 
you know, the Red Door District in Seattle, Northern California, uh, Fresno area, miss them all. But going out there would be good. Hit me. What else you got? What's your, what is one of the funniest things your kids have ever done? And please tell the names Today, of your kids. All right, my kids, uh, Nora is a four-year-old, just over four, and Lucas is just over two. We call him Yukis, or the Uke Man, or the Euchre. Because Nora wasn't able to say L's. But the funniest thing my kids ever did? Uh, have ever done. Have ever done? Yeah. One of the funniest things I've ever seen my kids do is they do puppet shows behind the couch. Uh, they put the stuff on top of the couch. And they pretend to talk in different voices, but it's their regular voice for everything. And they don't realize that you're supposed to hide. So they stand right behind the animal on their stool talking and then they throw the animal at me when they're done with the puppet show. So, so that's the puppet leaving is when they launch it at my face. Then you know the show is over. Then I know the show is over. No, 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 no. They just do one at a time at my face and then they say the show's over. What's the biggest thing you admire about your spouse? The biggest thing I admire about Partner in life. My Crystal. spouse, Crystal Jean Kowalski. Yeah. The biggest thing Physical I admire. Ed guru. Phys ed. Gym teacher. Um, the, 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 biggest thing I admire about my spouse probably is her ability to stay married and tolerate me. It's a miracle. Because all of my friends, it is some kind of miracle. All of my friends, whenever they say hi to her or people meet her, the first thing out of their mouth is either God bless you or how do you do it? Or a combination of those two phrases together. So that's, I mean, to tie it back together, to bring it all back around, as Bob Dylan said. um, That's you know why spring break is interesting now because the two of us together are, are having a great spring break doing nothing it's like the seinfeld episode with kids it's about nothing <laughs> but you know sometimes that's the best are kind. you george or am i you're george i'm george you're jerry probably kramer i'm probably kramer <laughs> on this end if my friends could say who i would be they'd probably say kramer just because of his brilliant concepts i know all righty, man. Good to have you back. Good to be back on the podcast. Are you excited? Well, thanks for having 2018. me. 2018. Fist bump, man. Fist bump. Here we go. We'll keep it going. Uh, we're going to have uh, probably one of uh, one of our guests in the upcoming future will want to talk about Bruce Springsteen. His, he's a big fan of Bruce Springsteen. We'll have Dr. Smothers back as well as some other folks. So welcome back, listening public. It's good to have you back. It's good to be back talking to you. To make a long story short, back for 2018. Take care. Have a good spring break. If you're on spring break, if you're working, sorry.